there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow the money. Yeah, yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSEN. Welcome in. It is Follow the Money here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss, Paulie Howard, live with you in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. And we have a fun three hours lined up today from a betting perspective. Julian Edlow, host, analyst, DraftKings on the program in an hour. His best bets tonight for the Sweet 16. And the same thing with uh, Eli Hershkovich coming up. Uh, he's a betting analyst at the Lines US. That'll be in two hours. Get his thoughts and opinions on uh, the Sweet 16 games that we have tonight, and also the Elite 8 matchup set for Saturday. And, Paulie, you know, I mean, the madness delivers every single year. Yeah, you're going to get a, you know, a stinker once in a while, like the UConn-Arkansas game last night. But you're all, that in the mix, you're going to have games like the other two that we had. The K-State game, that was, I thought, the game of the tournament, the way it played out. And then the late-night game, with I don't know who wanted to win the game between Gonzaga. It's like both teams were saying, no, nah, I don't want to win. You go ahead and advance. No, nah, no, nah, we're good. You take the game from us. Yep. How about Strother taking that shot? I couldn't believe it. I, I know. It's a one-point game. How do you blow that eight-point lead uh, with almost a minute left? Uh, silly turnovers. Timmy was the man, but he missed two free throws. I thought UCLA was going to run them out. I mean, they got 46 points at the half. Then Cronin says, hey, I don't have any depth. I got guys hurt. I have to slow down the pace, mm-hmm. and then because Gonzaga doesn't defend, and then they could, they only had thirty second half points. I mean, I thought, are they going to score a hundred here? Campbell and and Hakez, anytime they attacked the rim, no problem, and they couldn't deal with the quickness and speed of of, uh, of Campbell. Uh-huh. And UCLA got whatever they wanted, and then they slow it down, and the next thing you know, Gonzaga has the lead. You know what that was? Oh, that game last night was like Full Metal Jacket. Because Full Metal Jacket was like two or three movies inside of one movie, and it was sensational. Mm-hmm. That game last night was like two or three games inside one game, because what you said was exactly spot on. I'm watching the game thinking, well, well, wait a second here. 
UCLA averages 68 possessions per game. And damn it, I made a great case why you need to slow it down tonight. And then they come out of the gates and it's just like, it's a ping pong match and it's a thousand miles an hour and we're going to fly up and down the court and neither team could miss. And the, the, the under was totally dead in the first two minutes of the game. Right. And then he realized what you said and he said on the air at halftime, I need to slow this bad boy down. I'm like, okay, well, I'm betting the second half under again, even though the game's probably going to go over. And the second half got there for what it's worth. But they they then decided to slow it down. And then when Gonzaga came rolling all the way back to get the big lead, they're like, no, no, now we got to just... Gonzaga's going to fall apart here. And they did. Gonzaga right. was not... Uh, when they had the lead, they were minus $18, up by two, Timmy going to the free throw line. Oh, UCLA God. was 9-1. to one. Oh, my God. And then he shanks both of them. Well, do you feel the need to make an adjustment when you're up 13, though? That, that's what's so strange about He it. was beating Gonzaga at their game. I know. I don't and, know, and, and Bailey went off, too. It's the ultimate what could have been season for UCLA. No doubt. It's too bad. 31-5. and five. You don't have your two best defensive players. Singleton's compromised. He made two shots. Yep, yep. I mean, if and then the, the Bona, you don't have Bona, and that news comes down before the game. I mean, what a fluke injury that was. He gets hurt. He aggravates the arm shoulder on a dunk against Northwestern. But, I mean, if the, that, that might be the best team in the country when oh, they're that healthy. Te- that team fully healthy with is Clark and, yeah, excellent chance to win the whole thing. Right, right. But, and then the other thing is, why are you no help on Timmy? He's killing you. Well, they get, well he, he can, he'll go off and no one else gets involved. But that's he was, he was, a, he was a beast. You had, had to stroll, slow him down at some point. Yeah, I guess because the lack of bodies then. But just very strange the way that game played out. 36 and 13, my God. How about the one move like Kevin McHale? Tough on the block. Oh, he's Needs a gun and a badge. He's the sheriff down low. His, his moves down low are just, I mean, exquisite. Yeah. They yeah, really are. Yeah. He's got that thing mastered no, down low. I, I just, I, I, they need to play every year in the tournament. Have to. Every well, time these teams get together, it's uh, it's epic. But no, uh, you're, not, I want twice in the yeah, regular season. Yeah, sure. But that's uh, would have been an epic meltdown, though. I mean, you can't lose that game when you're when you have that kind of lead with a minute left. And then the Bailey hits the three, and they come all the way See, back. Yeah, and that, that, that's from Curry Land, what Strother shot from. When it was 31-29 UCLA, that was after Gonzaga put a run on them. And you're like, okay, well, then the Zags are not out of this. And then UCLA, bam, hit him right back with a big run to take that huge lead at half. I did not see Gonzaga coming back to win that game. I didn't. I just thought they were dead and buried in the in the at halftime. Uh, the other games last night, yep. I thought Florida yep. Atlantic could win at halftime, and in fact, I bet them on the money line. Come know, back and win. Now, was that because uh, Tennessee couldn't take advantage of the... Tennessee it, was like the first game of the tournament. West Virginia, yep. Maryland. Yes. West Virginia could not capitalize. Yes. And Florida Atlantic did not play a good first 10, 12 minutes, first half at all. They turned the ball over on like 40% of their possessions. They couldn't hit any of their threes whatsoever. And Tennessee could not capitalize and expand that lead. And I thought, this can absolutely flip in the second half. Yep. I think they had like 20, 25 points. 23, 25 points with five minutes left in the first half, and they went in up 27, 22. Yep. And then they also had a stretch in the second half where they couldn't make a shot. They were six of 23 from three. They were out rebounded. Florida, the Owls beat them on the glass. How about that? That's big. And there's also Rick Barnes for you, folks. 27 tournament appearances, three Elite Eights, one Final Four. Three Elite Eights. Three Elite Eights. Wow. Unacceptable. Yep. Numerous uh, good seeds are obviously in there, too. In, tw- in 27 tournament appearances, he's advanced that far three times. One final four. One. Come on. Wow. I think the, the team that he had at Texas with Kevin Durant lost immediately in the tournament. Yeah. 
run out were, by USC. I think they were a four seed. Yeah, the okay. uh, you're right, and this is only the second time the Owls have ever made the tournament, and they're in the Elite Eight. What a story! Thirty-four and three, and and the uh, the Ivy League has outlasted the Big Ten, which uh, I, look great, I mean, great game. So you lose your bet. Okay, we had uh, Michigan State, but Noel with one of the best performances you're ever going to see and sets the record for assists. Uh, but uh, I, I didn't like Izzo after the game. Wow, they made a lot of lucky shots. They banked in a three. He said we have the best conference in college basketball. You, you're not. No one's left. Is that what, what are you he talking said? about, Tom? Come on, Tom. Oh, it's boy. ridiculous. You got eight teams in. You didn't make it to the elite eight. You can't say that, Tom. No, and I don't want to hear one time next year unless something really like magical happens with one of these Big Ten programs. They have to have a truly special team next year or in the years beyond next. Where it's like, okay, this team can win the whole thing. I don't want to hear it. the Big Ten when you compare it to the Big Twelve over the years. Now the SEC is way better than the Big Ten, and this is a down year for the ACC. I don't want to hear anything next year from anybody. But oh, watch out for the Big Ten this year. Why? For what? Who? By the way, who can you trust anyway outside of Michigan State ever? Well, in your the Big best, Ten? your best team was Purdue. Yeah, but that, that, they, won, that, they won the league and they won the conference tournament. That's what I'm saying. But, but who, that was, who trusted them? Sure, I know. As we yeah. got closer to the tournament, not a single person did. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, so it's it's going to have to take like, oh, this team's going to have like three lottery picks, or they have, you know, the recruiting class is insane, and they got guys coming back. I, you got to punish them next year. You have to. I mean, Florida Atlantic. Think about this. Florida Atlantic could go to the Final Four. They're probably going to win the NIT if North Texas and UAB left. They won the CBI, and then they'll come out next year and put nine in from the Big Ten and five from the Mountain West. Yeah, that'll happen. Can Conference USA ever get a multi-bid league yeah. as, as they've won tournament games as a 15, a 13, a 14, and a 12? Yeah, you think UAB could play I mean, the tournament with somebody? Yeah, right. UAB's favored uh, in, in that game yeah. Tuesday. Right. Uh, and then where they were favored at Vandy as well. But right, UAB was favored against Florida Atlantic yeah. in the conference championship game. It shows you how good that league is. So... Uh, but but going back to Noel, was that I thought that was planned with the argument. There's no and, and yelling at Tang, and then the how does he have to throw the the lob pass in a tie game? Think about the onions on him. From that city, he goes there. He's at half court essentially in a tie game in overtime at the Garden. Paul, that was that was scripted. That's unbelievable coaching. They're like, come on, no, we're gonna oh, there you go. There's yeah. the half court alley oop. Yeah. Yeah, and then it's a reverse. The the uh, again, just the stones to pull off that play in an in an overtime game that's tied at Madison Square Garden. It's a reverse dunk on the alley oop. Just like okay, nonchalant. You think that's planned? The whole fake uh, argument? I, did they? I, I don't. Think, I didn't watch I don't any of the post game stuff because I was so tied up in the games. Because I, I understand he said no. I just I'm just uh, it, it was real, and I saw the guy out of the corner of my maybe eye. Maybe they don't want to give anything away. That's <laughs> Either way, that's planned. I would say it was planned. It the, makes you look better. Let me ask you this about Noel. The way that he operates with the offense and dictates the game with the ball in his hands, I know he's very small. Big block, though, to save the game at the very end. NBA? That guy can't run an NBA offense? I don't know. I don't know how these guys translate. Does Timmy have a future? I don't know. I don't know about these guys. I don't know either. Probably not because he's slow. Do you like the Owls Saturday? I do. You do? But, well, they are for, not shooting the ball well, and for, they're, they're almost in the Final Four. I need to know about, we, we all need to know about Noel's ankle. Because that did not look good. If he's compromised at all, yes, I will like Florida Atlantic. And here's a couple of reasons why. Again, they're the first team in the last decade to make the Elite Eight without cracking 30% from three in any NCAA tournament. They were 38% from three in the regular season. Jared Benson, uh, Burson, great tweet. And then keep this in mind as well about K-State. Last night's game. The shot making in that game was off the charts. 
They were 27 to 44 on twos. They were 11 to 24 from downtown. Five turnovers in an overtime game. Is that going to repeat itself against Florida Atlantic? Yeah, I would say highly unlikely. Yeah. And so they played the game of their of their careers last night. K State's really good though. They have a lot yeah. of talent. What a story! And, picked in last place. Oh, I know, I know. Yeah. But FAU is not playing well, and here they right. are. That's right. Yeah, when you're 34 and three, come on. Incredible job. And they were awful in the first half. Good house special up at Bet Rivers. How many teams will win 100 games in baseball? Over three and a half is plus 135. Four teams? Yeah. Interesting uh, house special. And he also went up to 10,000 in bonus money by playing their squares. Place a qualifying bet, get a square on your house. On the house, if your numbers match, you win. Full terms and conditions available. BetRiversSquares.com. All right, so we'll run down and recap all of the betting action from last night. Uh, first overtime game? Correct. Of the tourney? Okay. Uh, some of these alt numbers that were coming in last night paid off in a big-time way. And how about the line moves late afternoon, early evening, right before tip, and how they ended up going? The results last night for the betters that came in late. We'll run all of it down for you coming up here on Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the sports betting network. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to CallShe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. All right, at DraftKings, they put it up in every game. Yes, no, overtime. It finally happened. 9-1 to one with Michigan State and K-State. K-State wins in overtime and other prop caches. Will a Sweet 16 game go to overtime? That was plus 220. So that gets there. Mitch mentioned all the alts. Florida Atlantic minus three and a half, plus 310. The under, 139 down to 129 and a half. That's a winner. UConn lane 10 and a half on alt line, plus 255. The, un- the over, 147 and a half, plus 240. 
UConn to win by 20 to 23 points at DraftKings, 15 to 1. I mean, you can bet blowout. You can bet, you know, win between 15 to 18, 20. To, uh, it's all up there on the menu. It's Cheesecake Factory. And they, that thing was over. Now, that thing was over early. Oh, My yeah. God, they shot 60% in the first half. Yeah, Arkansas could not match them no, last night. No, no. And, and UConn is probably the best team in the tournament so far. I would agree. Look at especially the second halves. And uh, they were a top five team in November and, and early December. Yeah, so they're yeah. certainly playing like it as well. Uh, Knicks magic under 230 down to 226. Hockey, the Capitals 240 up to three dollars. Jets 225 up to 290. Beat the Ducks. Frozen four. Cornell two to one. Beat Denver. BU dollar fifteen up to 145. Beat Western Michigan. St. Cloud State dollar thirty up to 175. McKay liked them. They said oh, if it got to a dollar 45, slow down. But they win as well. I'll uh, put this one under win some, possibly. The owners are going to vote on flexing Thursday night games. Yay or nay? I mean, how much time in advance? I know. That's week of. <laughs> clearly, week of. clearly no. But I mean, is it yep. going to be like three weeks in advance? Boy, oh boy. I thought the Monday night flex was going to be tough. That's risky business, right? Thursday. Thursday. Nah, Amazon's got to love it, but that's that's risky. Uh Win some. Charlie M. Hanging out. He, he saw something in this Florida Atlantic team. He lives by Boca. He loves it. He doesn't go down enough. Uncle June, not what I heard. Uh, but that was uh, incredible with the Owls. 50 to 1, 35 to 1 caches for Charlie M. To make it to the Elite Eight. He has 80 to 1 final four, and he has 300 to 1 to win the whole damn thing. And there's some people out there who have 30 to 1 before the thing started to win the region. Good for him. Good job. And Alan Boston singing the praises of Conference USA. And they're uh, 15 and 1 now. 14 and 1 14 now. 14 and 1 now. 14 and 1 straight up in these tournaments with the Florida Atlantic win. All right, some videos. Subscribe, be part of the team. VSIN.com, our radio and podcast friends. Watch the show live, VSIN.com. Send in videos. We'll put you live on television. This is, uh, look at the puppies here. Having a problem. First time with the doggy door, Mitch. <laughs> they come out there. This is, uh, this is a tough one. And this guy cannot get out of here. He's stuck. It could always be a fiasco, right? And the other guys are like, well, you get it together. They're trying to help him. Like, what's this? He's trying to bro? bite it off. He doesn't know what get to do. Get this out of my face. I want to get in. Come He's on. He's stuck between the screen door coming down, right? The plastic, the little belly, the little front porch. The other guys are like, what's the problem? I came out no problem. I don't get you. And they come out. Uh, <laughs> they can't do it. He's got it in his mouth. Yeah, right. They come out the same time. This guy slips in, trying to get two at a time here. That's excellent. This one's a little bit longer, but this is where, where the dad is showing, okay, he goes out no problem, and then the, the puppy can't, can't figure it out. He goes, what's this, a magic trick? How'd you get out? He's scraping on the window. He's like, how'd you get out there? What did you do? Open the door for me. <laughs> right. He goes, how'd you get out? I'm stuck. I don't know how to use this doggy door. And then he goes back in and goes, see, it's easy. It's right here, put your head, and he still doesn't get it. You see, he, tries, he doesn't understand to go through. I will say, though, it is a trip every time that you yeah. do this with a new dog. Yes. Because you got to coax them with a treat on the other side, and they're just like baffled they don't know, for the right? first few minutes. Like, what is happening right What's now? on the other side? Oh, I don't yeah. Know. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. We had that with the, when I got Jordan, the, uh, see, then he figures it out the third time, with the uh, the Beagle, but the Husky and German Shepherd would just show him and walk right, right through. So yeah. that, that's how he picked up on it. But here... That is tough. This was sent in. We played this before years ago, but thanks to the guy who sent it in again. It's an ultimate volleyball partner, right? Look at the dog here with the good set piece. He's got a look at the header here. Two on two volleyball. Set him up. 
over the net. He's got it. Beautiful, Spaldi, right? And this goes on for a, a good, this is, the dog has it the whole time here, playing volleyball. Incredible. That's fun. That is excellent. Win some, all the late moves got there. Gonzaga went off the favorite in some spots. K-State went off the favorite after opening the favorite, and then the favorite flipped in the Sparty game, and there was late Florida Atlantic money as well. That all got there. And one bad beat, the Nets were up four with 24 seconds and lost. The, the finish, by the way, to that game. Crazy was something that you have to check out. I wish we could play like, uh, you know, highlights on this show, we can't. That was total chaos at the end and how the Cavaliers won that game. The ball was knocked around like 10 times, then finally whips around yep. in the corner, three, bam, yep. in your face. Yep. There you go, great job, guys. Win, lose. Okay, yeah, you're right, Paul. The, the late line moves that came in before the games, I mean, Gonzaga going off as the favorite, K-State going off as the favorite against Michigan State, and uh, money came in on Florida Atlantic throughout the week, but specifically yesterday, they bring it down all the way to four and a half. Now, that game opened up. K-State won one and a half last night. Again, I think that's probably because of the unknown to Noel's injury. And when you think about it, Tennessee closed four and a half. So would Tennessee be a three and a half or a three-point favorite over K-State? That seems high to me. But they have to bake that Noel injury into the number right away. It did tick up a little bit. And the other game... I can't believe the line in the other game. Uh, I, I just... I mean, Timmy was Superman. And they need the last second shot to win. Uh, and, and UCLA's compromised. I mean, the better team didn't win that game. It's just unfortunate that you don't have Clark and you don't have the big guy down low. Uh, and, and Timmy went to work on it, but then you're up 13, no problem, but then you don't have depth, and then Cronin changes what they're going to do. But who, you're right, who's been better in the tournament than UConn? Destroyed Ione in the second half, scored 50 points in the second half. Destroyed St. Mary's in the second half and blitzed through Arkansas, no problem, and scored almost 90. So right. what are they going to do against Gonzaga who doesn't defend? Right. I think it's a bargain to, be, to lay two here. Now, here's the deal, too, and... and- I stayed up as late as possible last night. I saw the DraftKings number where it opened. They opened up UConn, a very small favorite. There's no DraftKings in this state. We can't bet there anyway. So I was waiting to see what the number would open up here in Las Vegas. The first number I saw was UConn minus one here at Circa. So I had to bet it. Yeah. And the reason why is because, again, if you watch Gonzaga play again last night, and we all know this, right? Like their defense is a sieve. It's, it's not good. It was really bad last night. It was laughable at times how easy it came for UCLA. Well, UCLA, they are also elite defensively, but they're down two and a half guys. Oh, they're big, yeah. They're, 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 they're the, best, the two best defensive players. Exactly in the big, right. Yeah. Right. So it came easy. Well, I question the game plan, though, too. I mean, it's, Yeah, so, so would I. Well, Timmy's killing you. Little, make someone else do something. So but still. the UConn bigs will not allow Timmy to do that to them, and they are... We I mean, said UCLA's elite defensively. UConn has been this team now stuck like in the top 20 offensively and defensively pretty much the entire year. Mm-hmm. And that is yeah. kind of, it's been like a foolproof team that can win the national title with those numbers going back the last 20 years. So defensively, it will not come easy for Gonzaga or it will not come like it did last night anyway against UCLA. And UConn's offense is playing at a level that is just sensational right now. I thought UConn would open up in the three range. To me, one was too low. And now we, we've noticed it go up to like two pretty much everywhere. They might win the whole thing. They are, yeah. they are solid defensively. Top 15 defense and offense. 
And uh, well, Hurley's doing a great job. I just... Let, let me give you this. Um, Ken Palm tweeted this out last night. Yeah. Gonzaga has five elite eights in the last eight tournaments. Five elite eights. They said it would have been another one with the COVID. Though. They were, yeah. They had a one seed with the COVID year. Yeah. Gonzaga rebounded UCLA 48-24 last night. That's what it was? But doubled them up. What? Massive edge on oh, the boards. Oh, God. So, and by the way, I was reading the replies. I, I tapped out after 30 seconds. Oh, people are, yeah, I see. People I, are just. Ridiculous. Oh, my God. Rick Barnes has been to one Final Four. And he goes, okay, they've yeah. lost twice in the champ- championship. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's. Every hard single to win. reply was yeah. zero national championship. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks yeah. for checking in. Yeah. We could get. Listen, how many does Bayheim have? Two? One? Two. He won- two. Bayheim has two. He was there for 40 years. I mean, <laughs> come on, guys. Yeah, I know. He it's, turned, he, it's Spokane, Washington we're talking about yeah, here. It's the impossible happened. They're we, a juggernaut in that tiny town. This is still a possibility. A Gonzaga, Houston, Princeton, and Florida Atlantic Final Four. Yeah. Now one power six would be in then. Even if you get Creighton in, I think a lot of people would say, Creighton, where, where do they play? What's their conference? One! Beheim won one. Yeah, he won. The one in 2003, is that the only That's one? That's it. Five Final Fours. Sure. I mean, it could, And he's, he's hyped up as much as, like, any great oh, coach ridiculous. ever. ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, ridiculous. All right, let's follow the money here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. We will dig into the Sweet 16 games coming up next. And the more I look at this game, the more I think the dog is absolutely live. I'll tell you who it is and why I'm leaning that way. Coming up here on VEASAN. Baseball starts Thursday. Get everything you need to bet on baseball with our betting guide. Available now. Futures, team previews, best bets. Steve Mackinnon, power ratings on every team. Adam Burke breaks down how the new rules will impact betters. Sign up today. Get full access to VEASAN for 30 days. Only $19. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. So how does la- uh, how does tonight, how is it going to compare with uh, the games that we had last night? When you look at the numbers, they're much bigger tonight including where we're going to begin here, Paulie, in the Sweet 16. Alabama's laying 7.5 pretty much across the board against San Diego State. Uh, the Mountain West, they're down to their final team. I need this team to get bounced here soon because I have the under 3.5 wins in the tournament. However... Be a vicious beat, you lose that. Yeah. The more I look at it, the more I think San Diego State is absolutely live to keep this one close, mm. maybe win it outright. I'll explain here. First of all, <clears throat> the Aztecs, very good defensively, number 5 in the country. They are 263 in tempo, like to slow it down. And defensively, they allow teams to shoot 28.7% from three. That is the fourth best mark in the entire country. Bama's offense, equally as good. 18th overall in in the entire country, fifth in tempo, and they shoot 34% from downtown. Bama's threes in their games going back. They were only 6-21 against Maryland. They didn't need it. Uh, They blew them out. They were 15 of 33 in the opening round. They hit 12 of 36 in the SEC title game. 8 of 27 against Missouri in a game that was much closer than the final score shows. And 13 versus 30, uh, 13 of 37 versus Mississippi State in a huge blowout win. 
the final game of the regular season against AM, they shot 7 to 36 and they lost. Three point shooting on the season in their other losses 9 of 24 versus Tennessee. Tennessee, number one in the country against the three. They were 6 of 22 against Oklahoma, 41st in the country guarding the three. They got blown out. They were 8 of 25 against Gonzaga, lost by 10. They were 6 of 16 against UConn, and the Huskies are 20th in the country. All of those games were losses. Four out of their five losses were in the bottom five of their worst offensive performances of the entire year. They beat Arkansas 24th in the country against the three. 86-83 when they were 3 of 22 from downtown. Had to come back from way uh-huh. down in yeah, that yeah, game. Yeah. They survived misstate 36 in the country against the three. 66-63. Alabama was 5 of 28 from three. And they also needed everything they could against Auburn. They were, uh, by the way, that team, six in the country against the three. They were down big against South Carolina before winning, uh, winning in overtime. They were 8 of 31 and 7 of 27 from three in those games. My point is, San Diego State is extremely good at guarding the three and defending that shot. Yep. And if they're not going tonight, I think Alabama can lose this game. Right. Now, what's your level of confidence in Oates to make the adjustments then? I don't... I don't... I don't, know, I, I, I don't know if this guy's the bee's knees. I don't think he is either. Right, I, right. I, I think they're just going to keep di- shooting him. I, I wasn't the only one who was disappointed in Musselman last night. I know our guy, uh, Joe, uh, was like, well, I mean, this, this is sloppy offense here. I mean, no, they can't shoot, oh, but extremely it was uh, sloppy. terrible uh, Arkansas offensively. So we'll see if Oates can make adjustments as well. But, I mean, this is, the, these, this is tough, let alone to pick who's going to win the game, and then are they going to cover? And then obviously going to come down to who, how, who, how you shoot the three, and that's been a big talking point because it's been so lousy in the tournament with the new basketballs and the slick balls mm-hmm. that the guys have been playing about. The, the fluke turned out to be K-State and Michigan State last night. But the Aztecs have a good resume when you look at their losses. They've won 12 of 13, but they're going to they're gonna have a stretch here too where they don't score. They'll be, rest assured, there'll be a stretch from five minutes. They don't make a shot. That, that will happen. They got a little Tennessee in them too. But... It's also a big step up in competition. Congratulations, you're in the Sweet 16. You beat Charleston and Furman. Now you're going the big boys here with Bama. So maybe they're just uh, too many athletes and too much size, and Miller takes over as well. I know it's a tough game you know, between the distractions and the armed security and what's going on and Saban with his comments. And I, I don't know, who sure. knows, but it's it's 31-5. and five. Are we going to get a one seed to make the Final Four? But I could see it uh, being tight late and certainly – this is what they're, they're great at. They're great defensively. They always are. And they're great at guarding the three, as you just mentioned, and highlight. Sure. Yeah, my, my thought is, if the threes are not going down tonight, they're still going to keep chucking them up. And so, yeah. like, a, a, a 2 of 14 start could very easily result in 5 of 30. But can they dictate pace? Can they get it up, up and down? Because San Diego State is, you know, likes to take the air out of the ball. Can they do it, that? It's a big question, right? I thought UCLA was going to take the air out of the ball against Gonzaga last night. Dead wrong. To begin the game. Yeah. Second half, that's what they try to do. Also, again, to your point on, uh, you know, the Mountain West Conference, it's not been pretty here going back. This is since 2001, so a big enough sample size here. As tournament underdogs, Mountain West teams 8 and 37 straight up, 11 31 and 3 ATS. It's 26%. So, again, it, it doesn't matter. This conference has had anything. They're horrible as dogs, as I just pointed out. But yet, in years where they were number one RPI, their league was and they were getting three, four, and five seeds, they lost as big favorites. Yep. So this this league perennially 
underperforms in the tournament. And I don't know, is San Diego State here if Virginia doesn't lose to Furman? Good question. I don't know, I don't know that answer. Right, right. Out of the early games, are you more confident in, in Alabama or Houston? I disagree with Bruce. I disagree. I think this is a tough matchup for Miami. Because they don't defend, and Houston's the nuts defensively. And if Miami's not going to defend, what's Houston going to get on the offensive? Because you're not going to get much going against Houston with what they do, right? Yeah. And if I get that Houston team that showed up in the second half against Auburn, my God. But that's the same thing, right? With this, I'm, I'm at the same, I'm, same breakdown with Miami and Xavier. I don't know what team I'm going to get. Both teams shouldn't be here. Drake blew that game. Kennesaw State blew that game. Now, Xavier was awesome in the first half against Pitt. But Pitt scored, what, 48 points and won a game because mm-hmm. Iowa State couldn't make a shot, whatever it was. Sure. And, and and Drake outscored 16 to 1. They got the ball laid up five. You can't lose that game with a veteran team. So Miami was great against Indiana and they 20 offensive rebounds, but I, I, I don't know. I mean, they, they shouldn't even be here. Yeah. I'll have more on that game coming up in a little yeah. bit. I'll tell you the one thing that Houston does not want to do against Miami um, in this game tonight. Do you think Princeton is live against Creighton or is this where Cinderella? Eventually, just uh, that's a tough call too. I yeah, don't know. Dead and buried. Tonight. I mean, just is, is it St. Pete's again? Because it's another fifteen get to the Elite Eight. But uh, Creighton's on a roll as well. But with Princeton, the fact they out rebounded Missouri—that's another thing. Not only do they dominate the game and get any shot and any look they wanted, they out rebounded Missouri. Yeah, so and they, they had no problems against them. But this is the point spread's a great equalizer. Yeah, I think yeah. Creighton wins, but by eleven, I don't know. Now that's. It's a big number. Yeah, it is. It's a really big number. I can recall this time last year when Purdue played St. Pete. And we're like, this is where it's going to end. Purdue's going to take him out. No, never did. St. Peter's won another game. Eventually, it caught up to them, and they got blown up by North Carolina. And usually, that'll happen. But we're seeing these teams now make deeper runs like every single year that are seated this low. Uh, Princeton is eighth in the country, by the way, in defensive rebound rate this season. So uh, one of the reasons why they were so good against Missouri, Creighton ranks 13th in that category some some overall trends in this game mm-hmm. to back up what I just said uh, about lower-seeded teams. When you have games that are where we, we get two teams pitted that are not supposed to be here, meaning lower-seeded teams, if you just go on that, lower-seeded teams to make it this far, five-seed or worse, the worst-seeded team is 11-6 and six straight up and ATS since 2001. So teams like in Princeton Spot here have been very good at covering numbers, and for double-digit seeds again in the Sweet 16, competitive 15-6-1 ATS since 2011. That's 71.4%. Double-digit seeds covering numbers. It Very also, strong. It also appears Princeton's comfortable with any style. How, how they slowed it down, and, and you saw that was a rock fight against Arizona. Yeah. And then yeah. they kind of opened it up and, and, and ran a, an open offense and, and more up-tempo against, uh, against Missouri. Which certainly worked, and they blitzed them from the get-go. I mean, honestly, this bracket could go. I think Alabama wins tonight, but I'm not going to lay the points. In fact, I'm probably I want San Diego State plus eight to see if it's going to go there. But will any matchup here surprise you at all on no. Sunday? No, no, you can no. throw you can throw anything at me right now. I'm like, okay, that that sounds possible. Yeah, this 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 reeks of 2000 and 2014. We might get a nine against the six. And uh, a four against a three, and that, that's right. That, that could happen here. Imagine Creighton and Florida Atlantic in the final four. Could happen. It would be a very, you know, the ratings would be all-time low, but I don't really care about that. Yeah. 
And that's, that's possible at this point. Yeah. I do think if we get, just looking ahead, I think Creighton, Alabama could be just a bonkers game. I agree. Totally entertaining well, that, if that, we get that. That Creighton team that showed up, especially in the second half against Baylor, that's a hell of an outfit right Well, oh, they there. were sensational. Yeah. That's, I mean, but look, look, that's why the game tonight to me is intriguing. Princeton right. maybe played the game of the tournament until UConn right, last night. Right, right. They were so good against Missouri. Yeah. And then that, that Creighton performance was just outstanding against Baylor. Uh, it's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. So up next, we'll get into the other two games, and including what Paulie brought up with Houston and Miami. We'll tell you the one thing that Houston doesn't want to do against the Hurricanes. Coming up here on Follow the Money again, it's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Cool house specials up. How many teams have won 100 games in MLB and all the college basketball plus the squares? Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. It went up to 10000 in bonus money. Place a qualifying bet. Get a square on the house. If your numbers match, you win. Restrictions on qualifying wagers, bonuses, and credit use. Full terms and conditions available. BetRiversSquares.com. You know what I've uh, realized now that we're this deep into the tournament this year? There's nothing wrong with... Uh, not making a bet before the game starts and just waiting for in-play or for halftime. And I'm saying that as a guy who's hemorrhaging money on my pregame bets. <laughs> it's it's tough racket, man. It's not pretty. It is. My it's, accounts, it's I'm just like, hey, this uh, is great. Yeah. It was awesome going into yeah. March, and now it's just like, oh, I, I thought this was going to be like a big-time a bank a bankroll builder going into the NFL draft. The games before that they, they tip off, I'm just, it's lousy. But the only thing that's, Potentially saving anything uh, is the, in, like I said, the in-play stuff for the second half. Well. Um, and going for middle spots. I, I, how about this middle spot that I went over for last night? Uh-huh. 
as I said, I bet Florida Atlantic at halftime to win the game at plus 254, and then again at plus 209 as Good the read. second half started. Good read. It was like, well, Tennessee missed a golden opportunity there. Huge they were opportunity. Stuck on tw- that game was 27-22, I think, for four minutes. Yeah. No one could score. And then late, I came back. I gave some of it back, though, with Tennessee plus five and a half. I tried to get the middle. Uh-huh. The ball goes out of bounds, and they just like, no, oh, that's it. We're not going to try for another attempt. That's it. So that kind of stunk a little bit. Uh-huh. But uh, well, what if I tell you before the game, Sparty's going to go 13 of 25 uh, from three and score 90 plus, and so they un- can't un- win? Unleash hell. Yes. Yes. What a fantastic game that was. Oh, that was awesome. But that, right. That, that's just, it's, this is difficult. But again, okay. when I, as I said Monday, you take someone who's never watched the sport this year and sit them in front of a TV, you can't tell me who's who and yeah. who's the better seed and, and who's the favorite. I mean, this is co- the state of college basketball now. Yeah, I concur. So let's go back to 15 minutes ago. Tell us why, again, that you think Houston, you, why you like that side. You, we had a guest on this week who made a, a great case for Miami. He really likes Miami, but you disagree. Well, I think it's going to be reminiscent of what Drake did to him. And Drake got a lot of great looks and kind of slowed it down and just totally uh, fell apart and blew the game. I mean, they're up five late with the ball. So it was a great performance against Indiana, but you, gotta have to, you have to remember that Miami does not defend. Uh, yes, they are elite on offense, But Houston defensively is the nuts. They're second in scoring defense, field goal percentage, and three-point defense. And then they're top five in all these categories defensively. So then, again, what if the offense shows up and they get that kind of performance like what they did, or or not close to what they did in the second half against Auburn, which was a true road game. I mean, 33-3 and here. And I know Miami didn't get enough respect for what they did in the ACC, but also a little bit concerned about Miami away from home where they were so good, even though they stubbed, I guess the one bad performance where they stubbed the toe against uh, Florida State. But I, I just think this team's too good and too tough, and now you have to look, if you're Houston, you have to look around the landscape and say, my God, there's only one other one seed left, and we're two wins away from getting home games, yeah. which has never happened before. I mean, this is right there for us to win the whole thing. The, the carrot's right in front of their nose. Yes, and they were the, the best team or second best team all year. Right now, what do you what? what no, I, I just think it's a tough matchup for Miami here. So now, I, I mean, seven is a half is a lot, but again, if if I if I know uh, what they have offensively and how well they played against Auburn and with the chip on their shoulder and a team that it's just that to me that's the big thing. I got a my it's just a bad for Miami that they don't defend and you're going against the top defensive team, the yeah. second best defensive. I, team. I think it's a really good matchup on paper because Miami's offense is so good like you talked about and yet Houston's defense is one of the best in the entire country. Miami is 37% from three. That's uh, top 40 in the entire country. While Houston's D, they allow 27%. That's third best, second best in the entire country. So strength against strength. Miami shoots 54% from two. That's 35th in the country. Houston allows 43% from two, third best in the country. But here's the one thing that Houston doesn't want to do. 22.6% of opponents' points come at the free throw line. That's the 24th highest mark in the entire country, and they average about 17 fouls per game. Yeah. Miami shoots it 77-plus percent from the free throw line. Well, that's the case with a lot of games, right? How are the officials going to call it? Sure. For the most part, they've let them play in this tournament, which is another reason for all the unders. The ball, 
the, the poor three-point shooting and the officials letting them play. Uh, but that's that, that how they officiated. Sure, guys in foul trouble, trips to the line, is someone in the bonus early, all that. Yep. So Miami, they th- they thrive with their three guards. Um, Isaiah Wong, Jordan Miller, and Nigel Pack. And Houston will allow teams to go into iso ball offensively against them. They like that. But if the Miami guards can exploit that, get to the rack, and then draw some contact and get Houston into foul trouble, I think there's a path here. Like, if this team can shoot the shoot 30 free throws in the game, that's that's awful for Houston. you you got to be careful with how much contact okay. you're making against okay. their guards if they're driving on you. Yeah, all right. Uh, and in the other game, I, I just I think this is going to be super entertaining. Could be. Uh, yeah. Could be a, it could be a high-flying affair, right? Uh, here's what concerns me about Xavier. That they don't defend either. Mm-hmm. Torvik has them 73rd in defense. Uh, in, in Texas is top 20 in offensive and defensive efficiency. Xavier's also top 10 in offense too, though. But but again, you, you saw how well they played at times. I was surprised that, that they were going up-tempo, and it looked like there was going to be 180 points scored in the Kennesaw State game, and then it died. Yeah. Uh, and then they were so good in the first half against Pitt. But I just think I, I have to trust Texas here. And, and the job they did on uh, six zero and one ATS run, seventy eight points per game, uh, and I, I just think I don't think Xavier's going to be able to get enough stops here. And what a job Terry's done! I mean, this is I I, I, I said flush your Alabama futures with the Miller debacle, and now they they straighten things out. I mean, humans said it. Not that I'm ripping humans. But if you if you had a future on Texas, you gave up on that after the beard fiasco. I'll raise my hand. This is an incredible job by Terry. I bet to them, keep it together, and here they are, one win away from going to the Elite Eight, and who knows how far. I mean, Texas Houston would be a great game if that happens. I have to go back and look at the exact date. It was not the best number because I know people who have in the 30s. I think on Texas to win it all. I have a uh, 22 to one on Texas, and then once the thing happened with Chris Beard, I'm just like, okay, that well, that was fun while it lasted, and uh, we'll, yeah. kiss, we'll kiss that one goodbye. And they have been here, and now they they are again one of these teams that qualifies as a uh, true national title contender based on Ken Palm numbers going back over the last twenty years. Top ten offense and defense, um, top twenty offense and defense throughout the entire they, year. My, they, my, they did a great job on Penn State too defensively. They did, they yes. did, and Zave, Penn State is right there, top of the list three point shooting teams in the entire country. Xavier's fourth in the country, so. It's going to be another tough battle for the perimeter defense here tonight for Texas. Yeah, I trust them because they shut down Penn State in that game shooting three, and that's and Xavier's phenomenal uh, in that uh, area. But I think they'll contain them. Well, they get DeSue to go off yeah. again. He was a monster with oh, the mid range. Yeah. yeah. So because the the guards that they have, Rice, Carr, Hunter, they were eleven at twenty seven against Penn State. That can't happen again. I like DeSue's game, by the way. It's a lost art. I, for one, love the mid-range. Love the mid-range. It is a lost art. It is. One of my favorite players in, in the NBA in recent years, Sean Livingston. Loved him. That dynamic, what he yeah. added off the bench for Golden State was Remember Pippen? invaluable. Pippen was money with the kiss off the glass. Duncan, too. What he was, and Duncan, right. Yeah. But it's, uh, you know, NBA, it's worst shot in basketball now. Yep. The long two or the mid-range. Uh, I, th- yeah. This could be K-State, Michigan State part two, though. When you see the total and just when you look at the offensive numbers as well. And I think uh, both teams could run. And yeah. what Xavier wants to do. But do, you, do you have anything in this game before it tough. starts? I like Texas. Do you? Okay. Yeah, I think Texas wins. Okay. I have nothing. I'm going to wait. Um, you know, maybe if it gets off to a slow start and the total comes down to 141, for example, might be a time to go in on the over at that point. Because, yeah, you're right. I mean, 
And will we see a correction now in the totals and with these games going over? I mean, the K-State-Michigan State just went to the moon last night. Three and one to the over now. Yeah, UConn, Uh, Arkansas. Uh, Do you agree with my assessment of of Xavier? With whoop-de-damn-doo, who'd you beat? Well, they haven't Kennesaw done... State, Kennesaw State blew it, and I can't give them that much credit for Pitt. Kennesaw State was up by, what, 13? Yeah, with 10 minutes. Yeah. And then Pitt. Pitt won an ugly game because Mississippi, Mississippi State couldn't make a shot, 60-59. to 59. And then you got the luck of the draw where you got Iowa State, who couldn't beat us in horse. So, yeah, that's I, how I have to look at that. Yeah. I could be wrong, and the, the, I'm cold as well, but that's that's how I have to look at this. The other game, I'm intrigued by Miami. I'm intrigued by the Hurricanes. I know how Houston played in the second half. I'm concerned about how they played in the first half. And yeah, but then, I, always, I always like that you can come in and yell at your team after you win. And that Samson can do that after that uh, down 10 at halftime and what they did against Auburn. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was tough, too, playing in Birmingham. Plus, you got guys compromised as well. He's got that in his back pocket. Yeah. That's another angle, though, to the handicap. One of these guys could go out just like UCLA. I mean, you got you got these guys for, for Houston that are banged up, uh, especially yeah, Sasser with the groin. Julian Edlow joins the program coming up next. Analyst with uh, DraftKings. He has an opinion on the Texas game tonight. I can't wait to find out who he likes coming up here on VEASAN. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.